At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in our number four of the VSIN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the beautiful Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. My partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado. We've been kind of bouncing back and forth today between baseball and football. And now it's football's turn again, James. We have a number of prop markets for both offensive and defensive players, of course, throughout the entire season. And I want to first take a look at interceptions thrown. We were talking with Albert Wynn a little bit earlier, and one of the prop bets he likes is Dak Prescott to go over 10.5 interceptions for this season. We also have most regular season interceptions thrown, and you can bet on which player will uh, receive that dubious award. <laughs> and Zach Wilson is the favorite. Favorite of the New York Jets at eight to one. Davis Mills of the Houston Texans is the second choice at nine to one. Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars at ten to one, and Dak Prescott. Uh, I'm not sure if he's even listed here. Dak Prescott. Uh, I do not see him on the board as far as what his price is to have the most interceptions in the league. Certainly, he would be a big long shot. And will, uh, Albert noted that earlier. He typically has not thrown a lot of interceptions throughout his entire career. Um, any thoughts uh, as far as, uh, you know, this is kind of a tough betting market to to mm-hmm. get involved in, I would think. But any names that uh, jump out to you as maybe a, a leading candidate in your mind? 
Justin Fields, 10 to 1. Yeah. He's sitting, yeah. he's sitting, Justin Fields sitting at 10 to 1. I'm surprised Stafford's sitting there at 14 to 1. I think this offense, another year for Stafford w- there with the Rams and plenty of talent to throw the football and getting and healthier to rush the football as well. We know all the issues they had running the ball with just the injuries from last year. So I'm surprised that Stafford's sitting at 14 to 1. Um, but Justin Fields, I mean, if you just look at the I don't know who he's going to throw the football to for one. I don't know where the playmakers are out there to throw it, but that offensive line is probably one of the the at, at bottom five offensive lines in the league. So it's not a good offensive line, not a lot of playmaking ability on the outside. Young quarterback, new system having to come in again for Justin Field. He was really throwing the Wolves last year and just took a beat. I think of that game, would they just let him just take a beating there in Cleveland. And tough kid for sure, but you know he's going to have to try to struggle to make plays. I, I think it's it's going to be a long season and the fact that this Chicago Bears this is not a good defense either this is not the defense that we saw in the playoffs just a few years ago with Vic Fangio a terrific secondary great pass rush like this is there there's not a lot of playmaking ability on that defensive side either so this is a team that's probably going to be behind quite a bit and the fact that Fields is going to be playing from behind have opportunities to have to throw the football to play catch up and the fact that he's sitting behind a bad offensive line yeah, ten to one, good price there. I just, I, I just think for Chicago and Justin Fields, what a difficult situation. You, you think about part of it is, is yeah, the talent level. He's got plenty of talent, but the situation you get drafted into. Where would Justin Fields be in your opinion, Brady, if he was drafted and he was able to fall to where Mac Jones fell, going to New England and last year with, with the offense and the identity there and Bill Belichick leading the way and the the uh, the culture of that team, as opposed to having to go here in Chicago. I wonder if Mac. Jones Jones, if the if the if those situations were reversed, we'd be talking about Mac Jones and leading the league in interceptions, sitting behind that offensive line in Chicago, and maybe Justin Fields finding himself and and some growth as far as a professional quarterback is concerned. If he actually was found that spot, landing spot like Mac Jones did there in New England, you might be talking about Mac Jones recovering from injury behind that offensive <laughs> yes. line because yeah. we know he's not nearly as mobile as Justin Fields is, and you know the Patriots, I at least what we've seen out of Bill Belichick is he prefers that uh, traditional back uh, backdrop passer, uh, you know, like Tom Brady and Mac Jones, and he hasn't really gone the route yet of the mobile quarterback that gets outside of the pocket just yet, anyway. And and maybe he never will uh, before he decides to eventually hang it up. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they talk about you know any of these guys, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Brett Favre, if they had landed with a different team right out of the gate, would the entire story be different? And it probably would be. And it's just unfortunate for Justin Fields. I think you make a good argument that at 10-1, to 1, he's certainly worth a look to have the most interceptions on the season. I, I circled a couple of other names. Jameis Winston, we know he has a propensity to turn the ball over. And you yeah. talk about you know kind of the handicap there where Justin Fields – you know, the, the defense is not necessarily going to be helping him a whole lot. Well, the defense is going to be helping the New Orleans Saints a whole lot, but if the offense can't do anything, that defense could eventually wear out. And, and so maybe Jameis Winston is worth a shot there at 14-1. to 1. Certainly we've seen him do this type of thing in the past in his career. I looked at Jared Goff at 20 to 1. You know, there's so much off-season hype for the Detroit Lions. Is is that a little bit premature? Now, I expect the Lions uh, the Lions to be a running team and and I don't think Goff is going to be airing it out and may not challenge for this type of award if you will, but you know, I think there's a possibility that there that the Lions could be bad again and and Goff uh, turns the ball over. 
The other one, James, and by the way, we were talking about Dak Prescott. He's 50 to one to have the most interceptions wow. in the league because he just doesn't throw that many, first of all. Uh, and again, our guest Albert Wynn played him over 10 and a half for the entire season. Even if he hits that bet, he's probably not going to lead the NFL no. for the entire season. Uh, I tell you one that I looked at, though, Kyler Murray at 25 to one. No. I, you know, I, I don't think that is the worst bet you could make. Well, and thinking about the division that he's in, I know Seattle's going through a complete rebuild. I guess, if anything, maybe the strength of that defense is going to be in the secondary. I mean, two hard-hitting safeties, but how healthy can Seattle be in the back end? It's, it, it's going to be a long season for the Seattle Seahawks. But then you're going to have to face the Rams and the 49ers, and we know both of those defenses can get after you as far as getting after the quarterback. And for Kyler Murray, this is somebody you stay disciplined in your rush lane, and you don't have to collapse the pocket on him and keep him contained inside those the outside those ta- inside those tackles and force him and then the pressure of him and now with this big contract to have to make plays and lead this team to success especially trying to mirror the success they've had last year starting 7 and 0 the year before getting off to a really hot start as well and then folding down the stretch in both seasons last year now it's on you Murray to have to make those plays and that's not a great offensive line he's sitting behind either and not going to have Hopkins to start what the first, is it the first 6 weeks of the yeah, season with Hopkins weeks. being so then another I just think there's a lot of pressure now on Kyler Murray he wanted it he got it he got that coin good for him but now you've got to step out there and compete and we talked about the the strength of the schedule that he's going to face early in this season and the, the pressure that's going to come from that because I think they're going to start 0-3 how much does he start to force it to your point here as well yeah that's uh, the, the only question for me would be is he going to play a full 17 weeks that's the key can he play full 17 games to make that and make enough bad throws to stay healthy enough that's probably my only concern for him to lead the league in interceptions i don't know if he plays 17 games all right let's look at a more positive market here and that is the uh, quarterback to have the most touchdown passes in the 2022 regular season again this is regular season uh you've got justin herbert of the los angeles chargers as the favorite at plus 550 josh allen at six to one tom brady at plus 650 matthew stafford interesting you know that he's 14 to 1 to have the most interceptions. He's 9 to 1 to have the most touchdown passes, along with Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, also at plus 900. Uh, the first two that caught my eye, James, Derek Carr at 18 to yeah. 1 and Kirk Cousins at 20 to 1. Uh, Albert Wynn, again, a guy that's on Cousins over 4,200 passing yards. I have a ticket on Derek Carr to win the NFL MVP at 40 to 1. Uh, he's now down to about 20 or 25 to 1. So, I, I mean, not that he's going to win it, but I felt 40 to 1 was the wrong number for, I think, a guy that could put up some very gaudy numbers. Yeah, and I think we'd have to find something. I'm, I'm, any of these markets here, it's got to be double digits for me to to even think about getting involved, right? It, it, with, the, with these, I mean, for Herbert, I think he's going to have a sensational season throwing the football, but I think that's a team that's going to be playing from ahead. For a majority of their games, they're so prolific offensively because their defense is going to get off the field. They're going to have a terrific pass rush. Their secondary has gotten much better. Don't love the linebacking core there for the Chargers, but as far as that defense getting off the field, potentially short setting up shorter fields for the Chargers, I think this is a team that's going to play from ahead in a lot of games and maybe having to just grind the clock out in, the, in that fourth quarter, not allowing Herbert to get to the, those big touchdown passing numbers as opposed to a team like you mentioned. That's what I looked at too with Derek Carr. 
Now, Derek Carr is playing on a team, and it's not a good offensive line by any means, but this is a team that's not going to rush the football. And it's now with McDaniels coming over. And, you know, he's very creative as far as coming up with different. They got plenty of talent to throw the football to. Last year, their issues were in the red zone. One, because the offensive line, they couldn't rush the football. And two, they didn't have, I mean, I think Renfro's a great third down receiver, and he's a really great inside route runner and tremendous hands and really love the way that he plays. But now Devontae Adams, as well as Waller, if he can stay healthy, plenty of targets in the red zone to throw the football to. And really, that's a team that's going to be playing from behind quite a bit are the Raiders because that defense, that secondary isn't going to be able to to guard anybody as as they typically haven't over the last handful of years. They haven't gotten any better on that back end. And I think this is a team that will not – they're going to give up a lot of points. So Derek Carr is going to be in a lot of shootouts. I think if you like points, points come in the passing game, you're going to enjoy watching Raiders football this year because the defense is not very good. Carr's got plenty of guys to throw the football to. And sitting there, what was it, 18-1? to 1? Yeah. That's a pretty good spot. I that's a pretty good spot because you know it's all going to be about the passing game and they're going to have to keep up with these offenses in the AFC West because the defense is not going to get it done on the other side. And maybe that's even a better bet to make than my 40-1 to 1 ticket on Derek Carr to win MVP. I, I think the thinking is the same. I, I think he has plenty of potential to put up really big offensive numbers. I actually think the Raiders are going to be pretty good. You figure they're pretty much the same team as they were last year that made a playoff run, or they didn't make a playoff run, but they made a run at getting through that first round one play away basically from knocking off the Cincinnati Bengals and they've added Devontae Adams so uh, I, I and they've added you know a new front office new head coach I think they have a lot of upside here and maybe again this is a better bet you know if you're going to go all the way for him to make the MVP that's a that's a tall order but maybe he can get to the most touchdown passes at 18 to 1. We'll talk about more baseball with Cody Decker on the other side. See what he likes coming up. One more game left on the Major League Baseball slate for your Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the VSIN Bet Center is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different, everyone's on their own journey. But whatever you feel like it is ready to take the first step forward to change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the VSIN Bet Center. And Cody Decker, now kind enough to join us. He is a former San Diego Padre. He also has a show down the line on 670 The Score in Chicago. And you can catch his podcast, Bet for the Cycle, or the Major League Baseball podcast with BetMGM. And you can also follow him on Twitter, at Decker 6. Cody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, your San Diego Padres, by the way, they were in a heck of a matchup here with the New York Mets, a scoreless tie for a while. Blake Snell battling Chris Bassett, and now the Padres out to a 2 nothing lead. Now, they have really fallen off the pace there in the National League West. At one point, they were tied with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, as many as 10 and a half games back, but it looks like they're going to be able to possibly put a couple of wins in a row over the New York Mets here, and the Mets, on the other hand, are a team that is really struggling with the Atlanta Braves nipping at their heels. They are nipping at their heels, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if the Mets win in first place or second place. They're both going to be playoff teams at the end of this season, and really all you're really playing for is who's going to play the Dodgers first? Yeah, who's going to play the Dodgers first, the Mets or the San Diego? And and we know the Padres have certainly had their struggles with the Dodgers this year. Uh, it looked like last year, if you recall how last year started, the series between the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers, they were thrilling. It was like playoff baseball to kick off the season. But the Dodgers have just become that juggernaut, and they continue to do it to the San Francisco Giants, who were competitive for the first couple games in this series. But Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger with a grand slam, the Dodgers are so deep. I, I don't know. Can anyone stop them, Cody? Absolutely not. At least not in the National League. In the American League side, yeah, you got a couple teams that can stop them. But at the end of the day, it's all about getting to October. As much as we want to talk about the best records in baseball, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, at the end of the day, the best team in baseball doesn't win the World Series. If that was the case, the best team in baseball for the last 10 years has been the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I only count one ring on their hands. So at the end of the day, it's really about just getting to October. And with the extra playoff spot added in there, it's going to make this trade deadline very, very unique. And the teams we're mostly talking about here are the Dodgers, Padres, and Mets, who are all going to be very deep into this trade deadline. So, Cody, let's think about the trade deadline. Let's move to the other side here with the New York Yankees and talk about the best record, at least for the first half. And we've seen Aaron Judge and the sensational MVP caliber season that he's had in this first half to lead that Yankees offense. And that's how they're built. They're they're the Bronx Bombers. They're a slug in the slug in their way to to 
being at the top of the American League, but concerns for me on the pitching side, especially now with the injury to Michael King there in the, on the back end of that bullpen. We're seeing Chapman. He's nowhere close to being the, the Chapman of old that we're used to seeing. I have some concerns about this bullpen and this pitching staff right now for the New York Yankees. What do you think they're looking at getting involved when it comes to the trade deadline here in less than 10 days? Well, first things first, you just mentioned the bullpen needs to be bolstered very badly. And it's just not Chapman either. Clay Holmes all of a sudden is showing some chinks in the armor that we did not expect to see out of nowhere. A couple of weeks ago, it looked like he hadn't even thrown a pitch in months, and he was throwing wild pitches left and right, and that is not the Clay Holmes we've been seeing. He has been effectively the best closer in Major League Baseball this season up to this point. So seeing him go down is a little bit problematic. And as you mentioned, Chapman and now King, they need to bolster their bullpen. That needs to be priority number one. Then they can get to the outfield spot that they've been so desperately coveting. We're hearing names of Andrew Benatendi. He's been thrown around quite a bit and I know a lot of people are saying, well the the vaccination thing doesn't matter with Benatendi because they only have three road games at the end of the year against Toronto. The problem isn't the end of the year at Toronto. The problem is if they face Toronto in October. And if they end up with Andrew Benatendi having to miss up to three games in October that could be impactful games, that trade is going to make Brian Cashman look way worse than the Royals looked a week ago. So right now, bullpen, number one priority. If they can get another starting arm, that'd be great. And quite frankly, they do need an outfielder. And since Juan Soto's name's been thrown out there, everybody's going crazy. It is awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. And Soto on display, auditioning possibly tonight in the other desert against Madison Bumgarner. Currently, the Diamondbacks lead that game 2-1. to one. Uh, Cody, I want to stick in the AL East. Uh, you're, of course, talking about the New York Yankees, but a team that's trying to catch the Yankees is the Toronto Blue Jays, and uh, they have been really hot as of late, and it has really turned since they fired their manager, Charlie Montoyo, and now John Schneider takes over, and they won for the second day in a row over the Boston Red Sox. Of course, the 28-run output on Friday night. They get it done today four to one and you're of course a former player what is it about the change in manager that seems to just spur a team we saw it earlier this year with the philadelphia phillies when they got rid of joe girardi they went on a streak i want to say they won nine ten eleven games in a row or something like that and now we have the same phenomenon happening with the toronto blue jays well, I definitely agree with it on the Philly side. With the Blue Jays, it's been about 500 since they've actually fired Joe Monta- uh, uh, Charlie Montoya. But in the second half so far, absolutely blistering start against the Boston Red Sox. But I'm not putting as much into it for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays as I am, say, the Philadelphia Phillies, mainly because this team is taking advantage of a completely snake-bit Boston Red Sox team. This team finally got back Chris Sale, and in the third inning of his first outing, he breaks his pinky on a line drive. That Nothing can go right for this team. Team. And quite frankly, the Boston Red Sox are going to be the main reason why the Toronto Blue Jays make the playoffs. I don't think the Blue Jays right now are a complete team, in fact. I think they need to add on at this trade deadline, specifically an arm, because at the end of the day, all their best pitcher is, is Gossman. Then they got Kikuchi, not pitching very well. Ryu's been hurt, and when he wasn't hurt, he wasn't pitching very well. Of course, you got uh, Alex Mano- Alec Manoa, who's doing an unbelievable job, but after those two guys, you're stuck with Kikuchi, you're stuck with Berrios, who has not been good for this team. And quite frankly, an open spot that's usually Ross Stripling. So I would bolster the pitching if I was the Toronto Blue Jays. But I think it has a little bit more to do with the Boston Red Sox being a dumpster fire at the moment. 
So let's move, Cody, to the AL Central and look at that race right now. Right now, the Twins are leading. That is a short lead over the Guardians to win the division. It's the Twins are plus $1.20. The White Sox plus one twenty-five, currently sitting four games back. And the Guardians are plus 400 to win that division. Now, thinking about the White Sox, to me, this is a D. I struggle to watch the White Sox. I think it's bad baseball, both at the plate as well as out in the field. They lead the league in errors. They're least amount of walks drawn. I mean, you can run first to third on them. The, the Guardians did that all day in that first game today, running running on sheets out there in right field. Where do you think this comes down to? Because I really like the style that we've seen out of the Guardians as far as their ability to, to hit behind runners, hit to all areas of the field here. And, and this team's very well managed. It's young. It seems like it's a hungry team. The Guardians sitting right now at 4-1 to one to win the AL Central. Who's your winner when it's all said and done at the end of the year? I'm going to say something that I know I'm going to regret because, like you, I am so frustrated watching this White Sox team. It is a tale of two cities on the south side. This team, on paper, should be beating the living hell out of everybody in baseball, let alone the terrible AL Central. But here is one positive note for the White Sox, and I agree with everything you said about the the Guardians. They're young. They're dynamic. They are well-managed, which is not something I can say about the White Sox this season or last season. But here is a plus side for the White Sox. Going forward, they have the easiest and cakewalkiest schedule of any team in Major League Baseball. For the rest of the season, they got seven games against the Oakland Athletics. They got nine games against Minnesota Twins, nine games against the Detroit Tigers, nine games against the Cleveland Guardians, and last but not least, 11 games against the Kansas City Royals. If that those games do not add up to 30 wins, then there's nothing you can do to save this team or franchise. Well, along those lines, do they get rid of manager Tony La Russa if they don't produce against that weak schedule down the stretch? Nope. If they haven't done it now, they're never going to do it. And that's just an unfortunate thing because, quite frankly, Tony La Russa should have been fired 19 times over since he's taken the job. We've, like you guys have mentioned, you've seen what's happened in Philadelphia. Not exactly the same case over there in Anaheim. And to answer your earlier question, what can it do to a clubhouse? It could change the dynamic of a team. It could change the dichotomy of a team. It could change everybody's feelings. It could honestly light a fire under everybody realizing, hey, everyone's expendable. They just got rid of our leader, quote unquote. So listen, it could help. It could hurt. I've been a part of a team where it didn't help at all. I was there when Buddy Black was fired in 2015 by the San Diego Padres, and I watched the team absolutely go downhill from that point forward. So it's a tricky and slippery slope. And at the end of the day, you have to have somebody ready to go at the helm that you know can right the ship. And I'm not sure the White Sox think they have that. Cody, we've got just about 20 seconds left uh, going back to this managerial phenomenon, the change at the helm. And and you mentioned it's about 500 or so for the Blue Jays. But as of late, they've gotten hot and they're taking on uh, a whipping boy in the Boston Red Sox. Stripling versus Bellow tomorrow. Stripling about minus 140, a road favorite. Would you make that bet right now? 100%. Is that on the money line too? Yes. Twice on Sunday, of which it is Sunday. Yep, yep, absolutely. Well, you were kind enough to join us for two segments here, so we'll go to break here and keep you over and talk some more baseball on the other side. Uh, You mentioned you like the Toronto Blue Jays and Stripling at minus 140 on the money line for Sunday. We'll see if we can find a few more nuggets from Cody Decker on the other side for Sunday on the Diamonds right here on the VSIN Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
The College Football Guide is out now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you on the VSIN Bet Center. Cody Decker, kind enough to stick around for a second segment as we talk some baseball here with the former San Diego Padre, a man you can follow on Twitter, at Decker6. By the way, the Chicago Cubs have broken it open, a 1-1 tie with the Philadelphia Phillies, and now in the top of the 10th inning, they have scored five runs. They won 15-2 on Friday, right now 6-1, and they are still batting in the top of the 10th. We were talking about about the Chicago White Sox and the Cleveland Guardians. The Guardians have tied the ball game at three apiece. Chicago was up three to one on Cleveland. Now we're in the top of the seventh inning, all tied at three apiece. This game, the total opened at nine, and with the low scoring through the first six innings, it dipped all the way down to seven, and that's when I said maybe you should trust that original line, which was nine. Well, now the in-game line is back at nine as these two teams are tied at three apiece. James, I want to let you take over here. You were talking with Cody off the air about some of the alternative markets, specifically this Guardians-White Sox matchup for Sunday that you might be interested in betting. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's... Yeah, and Cody, I think for not all, and we know not all states, not all markets have the ability to get into player props within Major League Baseball. It's something now that we've been legalized here for the last two seasons that I didn't have privy to before until this recently, and it's something I've been digging into when it comes to pitcher props. Um, but we were talking off the air in between the segments, Cody, about your approach because it's something that where you have availability, it's a market that you look into into as well. Can you take us through the process of what you look at when you're digging? into player props in Major League Baseball? A combination of a lot of things. It's just simple dives into easy stats and sometimes into advanced metrics if you have the wherewithal to look for them. But the first thing I like to look up for pretty much every single day is player matchups. One, I want to see the history that players have against pitchers and vice versa. I'll give you a great example for tomorrow. Listen, we got Shane Bieber taking on the White Sox tomorrow against the best strikeout prop king there is. And yes, I have called him my strikeout prop king for two years in a row, and that is Dylan Cease. This guy hits his K props like they are nothing. He hits them like it's me breathing air. He hits double digits almost every single game. He's only blown and gone under a K prop for me four times in the past two seasons. I'm going to be playing Dylan Cease's K-Prop, even if it's above over eight and a half, which might still give me some plus money. He's getting a little tricky to bet on these days because, well, quite frankly, he always hits his K-Prop, so they keep raising it and basically laying down even more juice. But the thing I'm really excited about is Jose Abreu tomorrow. Jose Abreu's facing Shane Bieber. Now, I know the first thought everybody wants to do is say, well, home run props, home run props. I love home run props. I was a home run hitter. I dig home run props more than anyone. And you do not know joy until you hit a plus 600 home run prop. (laughs) That is truly the most joyous moment of your entire life. And you immediately think you're a wizard. However, they don't hit very often. And they are very much the the epitome of gambling. So whenever I'd like a home run prop, like I would tomorrow for Jose Abreu, and if I don't like the numbers, and keep in mind, home run props, if you're getting less than three to one, I don't feel like you're getting enough uh, value on it. You should be getting over three to one in pretty much every every home run prop you like. If you don't like a home run prop, 
drop it down to a hit prop. Hit props will always give you plus value, and you're usually set at half a hit. So all you need is one hit for them to pay out. That doesn't work. Look for total bases. Total bases is my favorite prop in all of baseball because there are so many ways to hit it. You know, every starter gets three to four at bats a game. Not to mention that a total base prop is usually set anywhere between half a hit, half a base, or a base and a half. That means a single will get you almost there. A double wins you the bet. A triple wins you the bet. A home run wins you the bet. The variety that can win you that bet is insurmountable, and I honestly think it's the best bet in all of baseball. I love me some K props. I don't like playing the unders because I like having something to root for because at the end of the day, I enjoy watching baseball, and I just love me some total bases props. I have been cleaning up this year on both of these props. Cody, I want to ask you about uh, a couple of teams going in opposite directions here. The Los Angeles Angels have been an absolute disappointment ever since they went on that 14-game losing streak. They are now 15 games under 500. It looks like they're going to drop to 16 games under 500 as they trail the Atlanta Braves 7-2 to right now in the sixth inning. I wonder if they are becoming an auto-fade no matter the price. I'm looking at tomorrow's matchup with Atlanta, and it looks like about minus 180 on the money line for the Braves to get this done. And I'll ask you a second of all, on top of that, do you look into the futures market with Atlanta? Because right now the Mets are losing to San Diego. The Braves are winning. If that plays out, they're going to be tied with the Mets in the National League East. Are the Braves the play there in your mind to win that division? Well, possibly, but keep in mind, we are getting a Jacob deGrom back, hopefully relatively soon. And on the flip side, is Ozzy Albies officially back yet, or is he close to coming back? Because that's an impact back for this team that they have missed, and they've been winning without him, so I'd watch out for that. The Mets are also going to be very active in this trade market. You just heard today that they got Vogelbach. They're going to go out and get another person, and they have been active in the Juan Soto sweepstakes. But for them to get Juan Soto in division, they are going to have to give up a... King's ransom and a half. They're going to have to outbid every other team just that much more. And there are other, are other teams that are going to be making some hefty bids. What you mentioned about the Angels, yeah, they're an auto fade for me. I've been living on the run line with this team against them all season long, especially for the last month and a half. Even in games when Otani's pitching, those are the only games I might pause on. But last night, they ended up getting to Otani too at the end of the day. So yeah, I'd watch out for the Braves going forward. They are arguably the second or third best team in the National League. And the Angels, auto fade all season long. I've been saying it all year for the love of God. They need to trade Otani. They need to announce that they're trading Otani. They need to trade Otani immediately immediately and replenish this absolute dumpster fire of an organization that has literally nothing to look forward to. Well, so let's stay in that division because now we've seen Houston coming out of the all-star break. And I think it's real clear with the Astros coming out of this all-star break saying, look, we've got a, this short series, this doubleheader that they were playing against the Yankees on Thursday, which they swept. And then the team that was rolling into the all-star break, if there was a team that didn't want to have the break coming, it was the Seattle Mariners winning 14 straight before that break came. And I feel like this was an opportunity for the Astros to send a message within the American League to say, look, this if you're going to face us where the Yankees and or Seattle trying to get back into this division. This is what it's going to look like. This is what good baseball looks like that you're going to have to try to compete and beat against. Here now, great pitching matchup tomorrow with Valdez taking on Ray with Houston looking to go for the sweep in Seattle. It's a it's basically a pick 'em right now. It's a dollar 15 in favor of the Astros. The total is sitting at 7, juiced a little bit to the over at a dollar 20. What are you looking at in this game here because this is going to be a really great pitching matchup? 
It really is going to be a great pitching matchup. And by the way, a lot of people have been asking, who's going to be this year's Robbie Ray? Who's this year's Robbie Ray? I'll tell you who this year's Robbie Ray is. It's Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, for his last three outings, has looked like Robbie Ray again. In fact, right now, compared to last year when he won the Cy Young, at this point of the season, his numbers are actually better than they were the previous season when he won the Cy Young. I'm going to be hitting on the Mariners tomorrow to break up the sweep, and I'm also going to be playing a Robbie Ray over K prop. I'm willing to bet it'll be set either at 7.5 or 8 and a half and I might be getting right around plus 115 yep I'm jumping all over it if it's even I'm jumping over it if it's minus 110 I'm jumping over it I really think the Mariners are going to get this game tomorrow and I think Robbie Ray is going to go all the way deep into the eighth and god I hope I'm right (laughs) yes indeed Cody one more question before we let you go the Dodgers are leading the San Francisco Giants two to nothing I believe it's bottom of the sixth inning down there at Chavez Ravine Uh, if they get this one home they will be going for a sweep on Sunday with Clayton Kershaw on the bump facing Alex Cobb and it's going to be about minus 200 on the money line in favor of the Dodgers would you go ahead and lay it I know you said this is the best team in baseball for the last decade would you lay two dollars with Kershaw on the Dodgers tomorrow I would not, but the reason why is not because I don't believe in the Dodgers. I absolutely do. I'm going to take a look at the run line, and I'm a big fan of the run line. Most games, the run line actually hits, and I know what people are thinking. Well, they're at home. Is it wise to play a run line on a home team that might only get eight at-bats? When they're the Dodgers? Yes, always, every single time. They're the Dodgers. This team is that good. It's the single best offense that I've ever seen assembled in my lifetime. And I know I've only been living for 137 years, but this is pretty good. (laughs) Absolutely. Great stuff, my friend. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you again for sticking around for two segments, and hopefully before this season's over, we'll do it again. Hey, man, I got nothing to do on Saturday nights. Let's do it, baby. All right. That is Cody Decker. Check him out on Twitter at Decker6. Also, his BetMGM Major League Baseball podcast. Also does a podcast called Bet for the Cycle. And you can catch his show on 670 The Score in Chicago called Down the Line. That was some great stuff, James, and some really good insights. You were talking about the player props, pitching props, total bases. I really liked what he had to say about betting total bases. Well, and this the the player props alone it's just another avenue we know there's such a wide menu to be able to go i know not all jurisdictions allow and have player props i don't think there's a whole lot of them there in nevada but the more that you can find different angles as opposed to just playing sides and totals there's so many other opportunities to make money all right when we come back we wrap up the program and then send it over to greg peterson for the greg peterson experience right here at v at Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final segment of the VSIN Bet Center. James Salinas and Brady Cannon here with you on a Saturday evening before we pass the baton to Mr. Greg Peterson, fresh off of his vacation from the islands. He will take you the rest of the way here with the Greg Peterson experience. And James, we were talking, of course, with Cody Decker the last couple of segments, a lot of baseball. And you guys were talking about all of the pitching props and and you know total bases. And then you were talking about the Chicago White Sox and the American League Central. And I'm sitting here watching the scoreboard change as you're discussing the Guardians and the White Sox to possibly win that division. Well, the Minnesota Twins have finished off the Detroit Tigers 8-4 to four your final there. Minnesota wins as a road favorite. That game goes over the total. The Chicago Cubs have now finished off the Philadelphia Phillies for the second day in a row. They have scored 21 runs to just three for the Philadelphia Phillies. That was a parlay killer for me. But the Guardians and the White Sox, it's now four to three in favor of the Guardians. They were trailing three to nothing in the nightcap of this doubleheader, but Cleveland has rallied in the seventh inning, now batting in the top of the eighth and it is four to three in favor of Cleveland. It just seems like, and you and I, I believe, share the same sentiment here. The Chicago White Sox just do not seem to have the attitude or the urgency of a team that a lot of people feel still has the best shot to win that division. Well, I think they just, there's a lot high expectation. I mean, just just looking on paper and like Cody was talking about in the last segment, just on paper. Absolutely. I know they've had a number of injuries as well. And and every team is going to have to suffer through that. It's a matter of does your depth and leadership bring you through that on the other side until you start to get guys healthy. But this is just a team that plays bad baseball all the way around to the White Sox, where there's their approach at the plate. They really shorten the field. The, they've, don't go the other way with the ball. They don't hit behind runners. Uh, looking at how they play defensively, they've committed the they got the worst fielding possessions 
percentage in baseball. They've committed the most errors all season long. They overthrow bases all the time, trying to show off an arm and really just concede the run. You know, one of those where you're trying to trying to hose somebody out at home, you have no chance to do it, and now you it leads to an extra base with that runner going from first to second. You see it happen all the time with this team. Uh, the base running blunders that we've seen, the managerial number, and it's unfortunate. I mean, Tony La Russa, a tremendous career for since the 70s when he was started uh, when he was the manager of the White Sox back in the early late 70s, early 80s and winning championships with Oakland and with St. Louis, like stellar career. But this this, this White Sox team really feels disconnected. And then it just looks like on the opposite side, Cleveland plays the the. They play a game that I'm used to seeing or that I'm accustomed to seeing when it's baseball that I appreciate. Guys that will hit. And we were talking about it. As we were talking about that, Brady, we saw the 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 Guardians take the lead in this game on three successive at-bats that absolutely went the other way, where they were going with the pitch, kept the hands in, inside-out swing, driving the baseball, single, double, triple to give them that lead to where they're at now, sitting at 4-3 to three in the eighth inning. Part of it here, while we were at break, we had talked about that and that what that number was to win the division in the AL Central with the Cleveland Guardians sitting at 4-1. to one. I went in and I, I just made the bet. So I did play the Guardians for two units to win this division. I think for, for them, we're sitting where they're at. and the style, It's more so just the style of baseball. And I know Cody talked about the, the, the soft schedule for the White Sox at the second half of the season. But this is to me, this is a soft-minded team. So as soft as that schedule is, this is a team that just feels dysfunctional and disconnected right now. Guys are playing for themselves rather than playing collectively as a team. They're playing bad baseball at home to, to boot and ready to get swept here in this doubleheader and potentially swept for the series rolling into tomorrow if you can get six more outs from, from that Cleveland bullpen. I, I, sitting here at 4-1, to one, it feels like a toss-up to me and it seems like a two-team race. I think this White Sox team will continue to implode the second half of the season. So at 4-1 to one and, a, and a division where it's facing them against the Twins, I like my chances there with that number well good for you i'll be rooting right along with you i'm a terry francona fan and i like the brand of baseball this team plays i think minnesota for the first half of the year was one of the luckiest teams in baseball so maybe that regresses a little bit at four to one i would agree with you that the price seems a little bit off the st louis cardinals keeping pace with the milwaukee brewers milwaukee getting a win or it looks uh at least it looks like they will over the colorado rockies leading that one eight to one st louis doubling up the Reds six to three they trail the Brewers in the National League Central by a game and a half. The Baltimore Orioles have tied it up with the New York Yankees. It was 3-2, to two, and Baltimore was plus 160 on the money line. They're now a favorite at minus 115. They have tied it up in the bottom of the seventh inning, three apiece at Camden Yards. The Pittsburgh Pirates lead the Marlins one to nothing. bottom of the eighth inning there. Kansas City and Tampa Bay all tied at three apiece. This is the bottom of the eighth inning in Kansas City. I talked about staying away from Brady Singer uh, because he really wasn't as big of an underdog as I would have liked today. You played the uh, the pitching prop over 15 and a half outs. You get your money. You're walking away and not having to sweat this outcome, James. Again, another example of getting creative, finding alternative betting markets. Well, and you're betting on the player and the performance. And for here, for Singer, the fact that he had gone 10 out of his last 11 starts B 
beyond five innings in this case here was with Tampa as free swinging of a team as they are that this that would lead out to I think he had 11 strikeouts 12 strikeouts he did go six innings so he hit that prop had 18 outs total but then yeah that's it you hit your prop or you hit the first five innings a lot of times if I'm attacking the side or the total it's the first five I'm staying away from I tried my best to stay away from these bullpens unless I'm looking to play a full game total to go over definitely not under with the state of where we're at when we're so used to seeing bullpens implode but it's interesting you were mentioning the fact that we're talking about bullpens and now that it's a tie game there in Baltimore they've come back to tie it up at three and they're a slight favorite now are the Orioles at home that's really a fade against the state of where the Yankees bullpen is right now not only we talked earlier about the struggles of Araldis Chapman since he's come back from the injured list really struggled for the majority of the season but uh, really struggling the last the second half of the season since he came back but now with Michael King going out and basically he's got he's out for the rest of the season that bullpen right now is it's it's hurting and that's why it's it's strange wouldn't we just think Yankees right now as well as they played they're in a tie game with the Orioles and the Orioles now would be a live favorite really it just speaks to the state of that Yankees bullpen I have a uh, bet on the Yankees to win that division I made prior to the season starting, and they still have a 12-game lead over Tampa Bay, and who knows, that could increase after today is done, but uh, you know, it was not that long ago that they almost had a 16-game lead in this division, and they've started to sputter just a little bit here, and now coming out of the All-Star break, this could be three losses in their last four games if they end up falling to Baltimore today, and I tell you what, it's still a 12-game cushion, but I'm starting to get a little nervy, James. There's 60 After tonight, there will be 66 games left in the season for the New York Yankees, and that lead could be down to 11 games. Yeah, I think for the Yankees, the, the concern obviously is going to be the pitching staff, and not only with the start, even Garrett Cole. And I think they left Garrett Cole in to try to get them through one more inning and ended up giving that up because right now they don't trust, doesn't trust going to the bullpen just with the state of where it's at. But you know, that's the one thing that's that a team like the Yankees, and we're getting closer to that trade deadline, you know, they're going to be buyers. They got a number of holes. They mentioned B and Tendy being potentially coming over from Kansas City to fill in the outfield gap that's there, and they need that left-handed bat as well. Uh, I think Carpenter really went on a tear since he's come in and gotten some consistent at-bats for them, but that, I don't know how sustainable that is for the Yankees, but really, that's the state of the bullpen. I just don't know what is out there right now, what is for sale for a team like the Yankees to have to bolster that bullpen due to injury and ineffectiveness with Chapman, but to be able to get through there, I just think that's a big lead right now, Brady, and we're, we're almost at the 100-game mark. I know there's a lot of games left to play, but the way that the Blue Jays up and down this season, they'll have those big games like they scored 28 runs last night, but then they'll also have games where that pitching staff implodes as well. Uh, the Yankees are going to be buyers. The Rays sitting there at 12 games, 11 games back. The Rays are not going to be buyers. They typically aren't any buyers, and not that they're going to be sellers here. But I, I think for the Yankees, I would feel pretty comfortable. You got still a hefty lead with about 65 games to go, Brady. The Kansas City Royals now have taken the lead back over the aforementioned Tampa Bay Rays. Four to three right now in the bottom of the eighth inning. They lead the Rays. The Colorado Rockies trailing Milwaukee eight to one in the bottom of the, excuse me, top of the eighth inning there at Miller Park. San Diego continues to lead the Mets two to nothing. Top of the ninth inning there in New York. The Mets also two New York teams struggling a little bit here on the other side of the all-star break. Chicago trailing the Guardians four to three 
three. They are now batting in the home half of the eighth inning, and the Cleveland Guardians have now moved into the role of the favorite in the live market. Minus 250 on the money line. The San Francisco Giants still trailing the Dodgers three to nothing. They will uh, look to possibly avoid a four-game sweep with Clayton Kershaw on the bump for the Dodgers on Sunday. Seven to two, Atlanta out in front of the Angels. Three to one, the Diamondbacks up on the Nationals. No score in Oakland between the Rangers and the Oakland A's. Thanks to you, James. Thanks to Jason Kahn, Elliot Bauman, the entire crew behind the glass. Greg Peterson next, right here at VSIN. Summer League in Las Vegas, like Beeson. We are live here on the concourse of the Thomas and Mack Center. Vegas is the home base for the NBA in the summer. Special guests. Chris Mannis is nice enough to stop by the desk. Happy to be joined by Nino Hassan. How's Vegas treating you? Oh, Vegas is having its way with me. Yes. Yeah. Is having its way with me. Yes. Yeah. Is having its way with me. Yes. Yeah. Is having its way with me. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.